0: Damn it, bitch. <laughs> talk about When I'm trying to feed my son And Make my mother proud What's going on in the world? The world? Another car running into in Manhattan Somebody ties to the Grand auto be at four in, in the Liberty City What's going on? How's it going everybody? Happy belated Halloween for November 1st, 2017 This is the AA show for uh, eh Show i can't think of the a words right now um yeah i can't i don't want to spend another time on this I, I gotta wake up early tomorrow i, I gotta get i got a 7 a.m call Jeez. all right i i ranted about that in the unreleased episode so uh, maybe one day years later well i'll release that tape so i have the exact same call seven in the morning so uh i'm doing this early <coughs> on the halloween night Hope you had a good Halloween weekend. I didn't dress up or anything. I was away. I was in Toronto last week as you heard the Europe trip crew reunite episode uh, from the hotel room over there. I came back Sunday night, Sunday evening-ish, just before the Sunday night football. That was actually in Detroit for the Steelers versus the Detroit Lions and I didn't know there are that many Steelers fans that would cross the border to not just the Lions fans So surprise surprise, but the bridge wasn't so bad. And then the tunnel is closed for the Windsor Detroit tunnel so We got rerouted. So this is the first time I took the Over the bridge in about seven years or so. Yeah, so seven years I have I never took that bridge since I always went to either the tunnel because I live right next to the tunnel now or the Huron slash Sarnia border through the Highway 402, so I did that once, but um, yeah, first time. There's a first time in seven years. So, anyways, um, man, I I, I'm trying to read the good news, you know, I'm I'm not seeking for it, but all the news that I'm seeing: eight dead as truck cranes down bike path in Manhattan, and terror attack uh yeah a car drives into people that's a very terroristic move it that completely overtakes the headlines from whatever the robert Mueller investigation and trump russia connection and then the tech executives google facebook all talking on the congress on the capitol hill about the uh russian infiltration and exposing so many people to fake news fake news uh that influenced the election you know i think facebook said yesterday what was it up to 160 26 million americans were exposed to uh russian sponsored what you might call it ads and articles and likes and share stories and all that blah 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 man it's you know we then people are people are stupid so you know people like even myself So so like if if people click on stupid phishing emails, I mean, some of them are really good. Some of them are really good. But if you can't even distinguish a spam email, fake-looking Nigerian or whatever bot email, how do you expect people to, you know, not, not distinguish the real news from whatever, a fucking propaganda? And you know, no one has ever thought that like this is an act of terror or not a terror act of war. You know, just invading. And just taking advantage Of a Of a very vulnerable public In the uncertain times Isn't that a Isn't that a fucking act of war I'm just saying I think mean, all the moves are All the wars Or the act of, acts of wars Are now in cyber Cyber And then the very fact that people don't realize That like these are Just that These are the real strikes You know the cyber attacks Are the attacks They're the strikes too My god the fucking heater went on What the there are attacks too, and then people don't realize. Like, well, I don't know why people aren't so angry and outraged about this. I think, and then Putin, interestingly enough, said that the whichever the country figures out the machine learning and the artificial intelligence is going to be leading the world. Ah, uh, the very fact that his he said that, and then I'm sure China, Russia, America, even you know, like Trump says, what do you think America's innocent, huh? You know that kind of shit. I mean. He's right and then it's We got to be careful with this artificial intelligence See the social media has been weaponized It was weaponized like as much as you don't want to admit it You know, so Anyways, I don't want to talk about that stuff I, And Then you might be asking BK what happened to the rest of the Rest of the YouTube Trip Crew episode that you said it was 3 hours You know, what? we only heard the 40 minutes What is the rest, of the rest of it? I haven't finished listening back and have time to edit it You know, I've been busy Family stuff, friends stuff driving back to Michigan, work is kind of picking up. This is the busiest time of the year. It's been my god, almost five months since I started at my new place here at generous General Motors. Thank you very much, so things are picking up now I'm still like what is it? finding my ropes, you know to choke myself, maybe hang myself um. But, you know, i you know, finding my ropes here and there, so I'm I'm slowly getting into the groove, and uh, getting in, in the midst of that, I don't have a fucking time to listen to a three-hour show, uh, so there is that, but, uh, so in the meantime, this is an adulting episode, adulting part four, I think, I think I did three of these, I can't remember, it might be a third one, gee, look at the research that I've been doing so far, right, right, so this is uh this is another financial episode and why how why the where the hell did this come from well i tell you where it came from because i read an article on seeking alpha and then if you don't know seeking alpha is one of those crowd sourced website that has all the financial advice left and right and one of the articles that popped up for some reason very eye-catchy clickety-baity is the crash is coming and then for some reason i cannot find that article so let me let me see it again let me see it again nope it's not here it's not here be prepared for the crash well that yeah be prepared for the crash there it is There it is. i just found it it's from october 26th by a guy named William coldis Contrarian deep value long short equity portfolio strategies. so he's an everything but a hater contrarian uh, my kind of guy so his summary I'm gonna read some of these here summary complacency dominates the market financial markets price discovery has taken a backseat to momentum and trend following yes uh, value investors routed for a decade no longer provides a stabilizing presence okay I said this last year too. 2016 seems to be the peak year, uh, with the fo- what you call it the uh, financial gains, and then the record stock market breaking and all those. And I said somewhere along the line, I think the the, the asset bubbles gonna burst last year in to- 2016. Now you're be like, oh, BK, but you're stating the obvious. The financial market is obviously about ups and downs, and the downtimes are always gonna come, right? So why are you speaking the obvious, you stupid idiot? yes but the my rationale for it i might not have emphasized it as strongly as i could have i don't remember go back and listen to it and one of the adulting episodes i didn't i didn't like the fact that you know the trump presidency was good for the good for the world finance yes granted and then there's a trump slump and then a trump bump that happened but To be honest, I think it's against the machines, not the humans, trading on this. And the fucking algorithms are looking at Trump hashtags and his keywords and start shorting left and right. And the machine learning is still not at the full potential that it's at. And then I'm sure it's very still biased and got its learning to go, as we say. And also, the very fact that Trump is a president is causes more will would cause more volatility and instability and then some of you might be thinking like well but the pr- president doesn't dictate the economy you're right that's true that's true there's no president that influences it, it uh, it's the monetary policy from the fed and all that that influences the decision so Granted, like Trump wants to take the credit, but it's not his fucking fault. But it is his fucking fault when he says fire and fury on North Korea, and then I lose all my gains that I just got. So thanks, Donald Trump, you dumbass shit. And then take the fucking credit after tweeting and speaking dumb shit without thinking. But, anyways, the monetary policy that has been in place since the later George Bush era through Obama administration and now parts of the trump administration with ben bernanke janet yellen the monetary ease that we had with a low interest rate and then the government keep funneling the system to keep the economy flowing you know that has definitely helped the stock market and all other equity markets right like why would you save the money and hoard it on the savings account at a nominal savings rate when you have much better return 10 15 20 off of the stock market or you know at a steady rise at a real estate market so why would you save your goddamn money it's like it's better than the savings account so we've been on that we've been on that journey and then yes janet yellen has been raising the interest rates slowly slowly and then we're expecting another raise in december is that a make or break no i don't think so because everybody expected it and it's going to definitely influence the mortgage rates and all that blah 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 but the, the first when the interest rate rises the first thing that gets affected is a fucking credit card aprs because that's so that's the first thing that people spend money on and that's the first step that like the fucking banks could collect money off of you right so there is that whoa what, what would that and then the mortgage rates go up car loan and all that stuff so with the with another interest hike cause the issue no i don't think so and then inflation rate are is it is it going is a is the economy really growing at like 4% a year so realistically it's like 2 or something right now you know and then the income it's not really going up as much despite the unemployment numbers blah 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 so where is a crash coming bk stop throwing all the fucking numbers and metrics where is a crash coming i don't fucking know my guess is what I'm thinking right now is like, yes, the crash is coming. Like this guy said, market's complacent. Complacency dominates the financial markets. Yes, I agree. But then, how could you not be complacent in these monetary policies and these fuck you rich people keep getting richer and then keep funneling the money? Price discovery has taken backseat to momentum and trend following. What you fucking basically means is that on Reddit, I've been reading Wall Street Bets, the subreddits Wall Street Bets investing and stocks. Those are the three that I follow for fun. And then we call them meme stocks. Meme. Yes, the internet meme. And then these are the th- these are the stocks that people just follow on a based on the fucking fad without looking at the numbers or like on a very haphazard half assed fucking analysis of things. And I've seen I've seen a few of this of these companies that have a price just skyrocket and then people just follow that momentum and the trend instead of actually looking at the price and the value of the company itself example veritone there's a company called veritone v-e-r-i that's like a what is it a machine learning company artificial intelligence company that has nothing but then it skyrockets to like 70 dollars a share from a dollar out of or ten dollars out of fucking nowhere and then it just crashes the other one, you might have an argument about this one, Shopify. Uh, you might have heard of it. You might have seen these videos on YouTube about Shopify millionaires. And it's a e-commerce platform that a lot of YouTubers, Instagrammers use to sell their t-shirts, supplements, whatever the fuck ever. And Shopify it offers something that even Amazon doesn't offer. In fact, Amazon, Amazon says go to Shopify because Amazon tried to compete and fail. But then, you know, yes, in the long term that company seems like a good bet but the value at the growth and then the momentum and the trend it's going it was growing too fast and then it has its up and down going from 70 to like all the way up to 120 in like 3 month period then crashes down to 90 high 80s a couple weeks ago because of a citron report one of the research firms said this is a this is a fucking pyramid scheme you know and then it goes up to 110 just before the earnings today, earnings this morning as of October 31st, and it crashes down to $98. This ridiculous up and down momentum and trend. Yes, it happens. But stocks like these, there's another one Helios, HMNY. I don't know what the fuck that company is. It has like MoviePass or some shit. That's another meme stock. So that's what the fucking point is price discovery has taken a backseat like, to momentum and trend following. Fucking memes. Value investors, routed for a decade, no longer provide stabilizing presence. Yes, I agree because the value investors, routed for a decade, these guys are in for long-term value, not the fucking growth like the tech companies, like Amazon, Apple, uh, Nvidia, all these or the any of the semiconductor companies that grew at a ridiculous rate the last couple of years with the rise of Bitcoin, iPhones, any smartphone that involves a semiconductor. Uh, All these artificial intelligence, machine learning, all these things. uh, Those are the growth stocks. So the value people, all the value companies that offer stable growth. You know, they're not the ones you know moving the market everybody's jumping into tesla everybody's jumping to gm for the short term when it was rising everybody's jumping on these meme stocks we just talked about for momentum and trend and you know it's really up and down everybody's like following the fucking wave and then the tide per se so uh anyways but <laughs> for this kantarian his uh article begins with the uh, introduction which says that the year 2017 thus has been thus far has been a horrible year for me personally and i have generally focused on few equities that have not participated as part of a historic seemingly one-way bullish equity market melt up that has some of the greatest values that value investors wondering if value investing even works anymore to me it feels like 1999 all over again and actually i think we're further along closer to march 2000 inflection point continuing the analogy could declines in six of the seven past days of Amazon and lower high be a harbinger of an unwind in the crowded tech trade? Uh, just I'm going to stop there because this was written on October 26. And as soon as the earnings for the Amazon came out, after yes, there were some down periods, Amazon just popped. Uh, and then Jeff Bezos is the richest man on earth. So that happened. They, they skyrocketed like 15% after this. So it hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. And yes, and then he's arguing that the Apple has slowed down, and the market capitalization shares of Facebook, Netflix, Alphabet uh, have showed relative price weakness to the Dow Jones Index Industrial Average and the s 500 Index kept hard- marching higher. Is this a warning sign? If so, hardly anyone noticed or cared. Yeah, you know what? Blah blah blah. And he goes on and on. If you want to read this whole thing, go ahead and read it. But. Generally, he's trying to show the numbers, and then the based on the past history from the 87 crash, the Black Monday, that was 30 years ago last week, and then the 98, 99, just before the dot-com bubble, and then just uh, he's trying to look for the pattern, and then he thinks we're in the 2000s dot-com bubble level. You know why he might be right? Personally, I think think there are a couple events that will need to... Occur now, you're thinking like 2008 2007 that financial crisis and the recession, but then that's based on the real fraudulent credit rating and then the derivative mortgage selling uh, that has led to it that has added to the system and then the eventual crash of many firms. Um, in this case, you know, the market has been artificially funneled, like I said earlier. And that, that monetary policy is going to now back off. And Janet Yellen has slowly said, you know what? We're going to stop giving money into the market because the market has gotten to a level where it's obviously everybody has a fucking money to invest in meme stocks and grow to left and fucking right. And then rich people will continue to invest in this environment. And then Janet Yellen is going to leave and Trump's going to name the next chair, uh, the Fed, Fed, Federal Reserve chair. And I think that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna affect the market. I really think so. And Janet Yellen has done a great job for the investors like me and many others who got rich the last ten years or so. And before that, Bernanke for sure, despite what people think about the bailout and all those things. But those are necessary to keep the country growing and keep the country flowing. Right from the disaster. We are not sure who is gonna be the fucking Fed chairman that Donald Trump is gonna pick. We're, if it's somebody, somebody that was close to like Obama policy and not some batshit crazy, Mnuchin level, like fucking nuthead that has never done any banking before in his or her life, that we're fucked, and that I'm sure like we're gonna have like fucking artificial ballooning to the next level, so that the rich people. Within the Trump administration, will continue to get richer. Then we're fucked, and then I'm sure something will pop because they'll fuck up a policy, and then we'll realize like, oh, should we grew too many debts? Oh, should we try to collect too many? Well, everyone's way overspending than than where people could afford. Income's not rising. Oh fuck, what are we doing? And then you know we would have that fucking whatever system. Anyways, so I think that back to the original point. I think the number one Fed chair needs to be we need to know who the fucking fed chair person is going to be and then he she needs to come out with a clear policy that would kind of stabilize this market and second one what was the second one i was thinking oh uh, i thought that policy side of things was the main one and what was the other one wow it just like escapes my mind like what is it i thought auto loan was going to impact student loans going to impact too like auto loan i was very i've been i've been very suspicious with the auto loan you know way it's been growing with the auto sales and all that you know and then the you know that's why i'm so suspect on the car stocks uh, auto stocks although gm has been doing really well tesla's obviously growing still growing ford fiat chrysler got ways to go And blah 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 Ferrari is actually really good People don't know It's as simple as race R-I-C-E Ferrari's been really good But that's a separate segment It's a luxury brand Like uh, Louis Vuitton Kind of shit right So um, Auto loan That really concerns me Especially for the auto industry And then people aren't buying cars Like they used to I know there was a Hurricane Irma Jose Maria Maria All those ones So People gotta replace those cars Rental car companies gotta replace All the rental cars But that's very ephemeral uh, what is it long term cars are lasting longer the used car sales market the second hand car sales market is much stronger and that's where the auto loan issue continues if you saw the john oliver piece like how the one kia spectra has been sold seven times because people kept defaulting on that payment i'm worried about that credit card debt that's another higher one i saw the news on ontario last week about how people everybody has a ridiculous amount of credit card debt you know people are spending to the maximum you know just paying the bare minimum and not get in trouble in ontario could it be the same in america i think so consumer confidence just The index that just came out today is all-time high for the first time since like what 2000 or something You know that means people are spending more, but is everybody paying their credit card bill on time? I don't think so You know Oh, where is that news? I want to find the consumer. Yeah 17 year high Today on october 31st 17 year high since december 2000. So this guy's fucking argument seems about right you know, maybe we're closer to the fucking dot uh, com bubble crash. He thinks we're at March two thousand level, uh, but the consumer confidence is at a December two thousand lever level. So uh, I I don't know I don't know I don't know what the fuck to say. Maybe we're 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 accelerating really super fast, Woo, and crashing these things. So let's see let's see when when did it exactly burst? I thought it was two thousand one, right? hmm i don't see the i don't see the i don't see the early 2000s relay recession anyways so uh the loans credit card auto loan uh what is the other one student loan obviously student loan in america if you don't know you cannot call default on it even after you even after you declare bankruptcy which fucking sucks and that, that really puts the burden on the young people in my age, the millennials, who are still paying off their student loan debt. And not just the young people, but also the people who are getting re-educated from the traditional blue-collar job to the more advanced service jobs or IT jobs. You know, student loans are getting ridiculous. And then a lot of for-profit colleges, you know, although... The government has been trying to curb this, you know, the damage has been done for many people for the last 10 years or so, or beyond, you know, University of Phoenix, to Vryka University, all that shit, you know, so, who knows, I, I none of these three big loan chunks have been really addressed in my opinion, so, that's where the money stops flowing too, possibly, right, let's read the rest of these articles, shall we, be prepared for the crash, yes, I've been prepared for the crash, but, have I been really listening to it yes and no I mean there are a lot of skeptics and uh, granted yes there's always some kind of a downtime, downturn that always comes the market goes up market goes down you know everything comes back to the equality price discovery will return he says it'll be with vengeance at least by prediction anyways um so yeah I I so what's my advice so what the fuck's the point BK you uttered all these observations and shit what's your point what's your point well my advice if you're investing in stock well before before investing in stock but pay off your fucking loans don't jump into the stock market and try to make up the money and then like you know I'm gonna pay off my student loan with investment Real estate and all that shit No, no Like no That's like That's that's gambling That's not investing Don't ever do that Pay off your debt Or have a plan to pay it off Most of it Then whatever spare you have Through your 401k RSP, And all those things Like pre-tax break systems Take advantage of it You know Take advantage of the employer contribution And all those things And you know Take do maximize your Savings there But don't fuck around With a compulsory Like Compulsory spending that you have with paying off the debts, but okay And then let's say you're past that you have a very manageable debt pay off your credit card on time too. don't 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 do like minimum payment every fucking month. Don't do that. You got to pay that off I I pay off my shit every month except for when I had a fucking on Michigan car insurance for four thousand dollars on one Tick and I said I can't pay that right off the bat. That's a different story. But anyway uh, Pay off your debt. That's the first thing if you're actually investing do not fucking follow the meme stocks And then like just Just jump into it This is an advice Especially for younger people Or those who are That are just starting out You know But you know what It's okay If you want to try it Just try it You know Lessons learned Move on There's got to be Buyers in the market There's got to be Sellers in the market My philosophy Is holding on to it As long as possible and then you'd be like, BK. I thought you were the most, the least patient person I ever heard in my life. So why the fuck are you telling me to be patient? I was like, you know, you know what? What is your investment goal? Are you Are you looking to just short trade short everything and then just like make money quickly and then be happy with a 10% gain, not counting the tax, short-term tax, and then the, and then the fees, and do all that. Mm, I don't know. My my goal is to pay off my fucking house. But BK, you said pay off the house, pay off all the loans first. So why are you doing this? Mortgage is a different fucking story, okay? Mortgage is an actual adult fucking loan, not like a student loan and all that shit. I'm not I'm not discrediting fucking student loan. But the point is, I got like I got a few years left before the interest rate changes on my fucking place. So my goal is to maximize my savings, what I have, whatever I have, with all the cash. And then grow that pot that I pay off enough mortgage debt down the road. That's my goal. Because of that, I have at least a few years and have the patience to let this thing grow. I have a separate retirement one. That's through the employer. That's a different story. I just shove it, shove that one, and forget it. Okay? So if you want to be filthy rich, try to be patient. Read the fucking numbers and then don't go for the meme stock unless you're damn good at options trading and shorting left and right. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you you're really gambling at that time, but you know, whatever. I'm in for the long haul, you know? I'm looking for the dividend so that I don't have to look at it, let it grow on its own continuously. I'm looking for you know, growth and value as well. And then to be honest, when the crash comes, the most susceptible ones are the technology companies or the high growth companies that really grew over the last 2-3 10 years, right? so i i try to i try to manage those like look like something like amazon or shopify they're gonna be fucking susceptible to massive sell-off when people feel like the massive sell-off time comes but hey would a thing like a walmart or a telecommunication company are people gonna start selling off too maybe but i don't think so that's why i decide to take on say for example I'm just making an example, like Verizon or AT&T, those are essential services and companies that people will never get rid of. The cell phones, the smartphone plan, you know, people aren't going to downsize off of that when they're looking for jobs. So yes, they might. They might go to a cheaper plan, but they will never completely get rid of it. And, for example, AT&T and Verizon pay a decent amount of dividends, you know. They have a good dividend yield, and they have a lot of hordes of cash, so... You know, I think those are those would weigh through the storm through the dark times. So I would look at the company like don't just like jump on fucking Snapchat or something because you like it, you know? Actually use the product, invest the product, and then go ask around, see if people are really using it. I've said this before. Walk into a fucking Walmart, like Walmart. Like, why is Walmart a good choice? You think or you don't think? So on and so forth. So my point is, do some fucking research, don't jump on the fucking bandwagon, and then, do not discount, dismissed, like, really traditional companies that are really good value, especially through the difficult times. And, like this guy says, be prepared for the fucking crash, and if the crash comes, you would minimize the damage. And also, there's this thing called the limit cell. Ah, uh, stop loss, limit cell, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, what I did was, I learned my lesson... With under armor after they crash another 13% today, you know, I can't I'll be honest. I'll be I'll be I'll be fucking blunt about it I came in at $30 last year $30 a share and they already crashed from like at the peak of hundred and twenty It did a massive step down to $80 another massive step down to 40 and then like 30 And then I thought they hit the bottom and then like Steph Curry shoes got to do well, you know, they look prettier and then they gotta figure the shit out with the clothing and then the athleisure and all that shit. Blah blah blah. I don't want to revisit this. I already talked about this Under Armour shit in the past adulting episode. But it didn't work out. It crashed even more to $20. And then I said, fuck, I sold majority of my shares. But then I hung on to it in case like fucking Under Armour releases like new shoes or anything. Then Kevin Durant fucking opened his mouth and said, nobody wants to go to be on the team Under Armour. Fuck that. And then stock went down even more. And then today, they released the earnings last night, they cut the fucking forecast, they cut the fucking growth, the 20% growth they promised the last two years, it crashed another 20%, and it's down at $13 a share, and then they're like, oh no, BK, what did you do, I set the limit, limit at 15 dollars at 15 cents and i said i can't do this anymore and then it sold it i mean it went down so fast so as soon as hit the 13 mark it just sold it off you know it never bounced back after but the fact is like and then i think it eventually ended the day at 12 dollars something and i think now i think it's gonna go into single digits i was hoping that it would be acquired by somebody like calvin klein or something but who the fuck knows so I think Under Armour is fucked. And then I was never an Under Armour fan. I bought both Under Armour and Nike when I bought the Under Armour stock initially. And I hung on to Nike. I set the limit sell there too. And then, you know, Adidas is a number one right now. But Nike, I think they'll recover. And then they're slowly bouncing back. And then it's a bit of a long game too. And set the limit sale on there. And then do something like, Open till you cancel. You know, I have that option. So, until you physically can't, there are usually two options. Open for a day or open till you cancel. I opened it for a day. Because I said, fuck it, I can't deal with the city board. So, oh, mine got executed at 1410. Great, whatever. I said at 1515, but it was falling so fast. At least it didn't get to the 13 level, but whatever. In the end, it's like, what is it? Hundreds of dollars of it. How much did I lose on Under Armour, let's check this out, let's do the math, let's do the math here, I spent, I lost 33% on Under Armour, fucking genius, I lost on Under Armour, oh, well actually this doesn't count today's sale yet, so I, lo- I already lost thirty. 30- 33 percent one-third of it the first time i sold majority of my shares and then today when i sold it my god i lost half so i'm probably looking at 37 percent loss on under armor but that's okay that's okay that's life you win some you lose some you diversify and there are other stocks here that i'm looking at my realized gains here right now i'm just like oh boy did i really lose money this year so i'm just shaking my head yeah. There's some lessons to be learned. Be patient, especially in the medical companies. Be patient. Um, some of these medical ones, I panic sold. It wasn't the emotion, no. It's not the emotion. It's just that there's some legal things that came up, so that happened. Uh, but anyways, yeah, set the set the stop loss or like the set the limits, set the stop limit order, if. There has to be a threshold level for you, you know, when the crash happens or something. It's like, look, execute execute my sell when it goes below this price. You got to have that. You got to have a lower bound and you got to have an upper bound. Although the upper bound is infinity as long as it goes out well, as long as the times are good, right? But, you know, so anyways, uh, my God, I'm over half an hour here. So that's my advice. That's my rant about the financial stuff. Uh, econ- economy stocks in general so thank you for listening uh please subscribe with apple podcast stitcher google play music tune in radio i'm not on spotify because i'm not lord or some shit uh soundcloud this is where the rss feed is mainly and then the twitter handle is what a show all one word what a show and then the email is a-show at Outlook.com. Again, the email is a-show at Outlook.com. Stop sending me some, like, a dude photos or something. No, I'm not getting dude photos, but it's a spam. It's a phishing email. I'm not that stupid. I'm not that stupid. I'm not, like, I'm not a Russian hack, news hack or any of that, okay? So don't send me that shit. Have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. later Halloween. And we'll see you next Wednesday.